Hey, 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 what's going on there, podcast land? Matthew Johnson back at it again with another episode of Dementia in black and white. In this week's episode, we're going to go across the pond and just look at their research when it comes to black folk. Do they have the same disparities in health outcomes as we do here in this side of the pond in the U.S.? Hmm, let's take a look. All right, so I have on multiple occasions probably on this podcast mentioned anytime I'm talking about statistics as it relates to African-Americans in the United States and their overrepresentation when it comes to being diagnosed with Alzheimer's. And of course, there are several other health conditions. Uh, when we looked at the pandemic, we found that African-Americans were more likely to get that and die from that uh, C-19 than other groups. And of course, they were tying that to comorbidities that uh, black folks are affected by diabetes more. So if you're coming in with a compromised immune system and there's a virus, the likelihood that virus will affect you at a higher rate, you know, so on and so forth. So then... I wanted to really start to look more worldwide to see if this is a U.S. or something particular to the U.S. Or is this something just across the globe? And of course, as you know, if you don't know, a week or two, two weeks ago, perhaps I did a podcast and started to look at some of the numbers in Africa and what the representation was like there, of course, you know more black people there, but just the instances then of the Alzheimer's, you know, on the continent compared to the prevalence or, you know, existence of Alzheimer's here in the States and then the West in general. So that was different. But this week, I want to just go across the pond and look at the UK and See what their research reveals and if this difference exists. And in the words of Sarah Palin, you betcha. It does. It's very similar to what's going on here. But there was a little wrinkle there uh, in this research that I found very interesting. And I'll uh, let you know what I thought that was when I get to that. But. Let me just get you up to speed on this article, and it is from the National Institute for Health Research. So I would assume this is a similar to our NIH. I believe theirs is called the NHS, the National Health Service, which you know is their government body that's sort of following and paying attention to what's going on health-wise with the citizens there uh, in the UK. And the article that's, again, here posted at the National Institutes for Health Research is titled People with Dementia from Ethnic Minority Backgrounds Face Extra Barriers in Accessing Care. All right. And this was published on December the 4th, 2020, December the 4th, 2020. And I'm just going to read some excerpts from the article. 
people with dementia from ethnic minority backgrounds face inequalities in diagnosis and access to care compared to white British patients. And then it goes on. What's the issue? The number of people living with dementia is forecast to rise significantly as people live longer. People from ethnic minority backgrounds might be more likely to develop dementia than white British than the white British population. Overall, the number of people in ethnic minority groups is projected to increase sevenfold by 2060. Ethnic groups are distinctly different from each other, and little is known about the association between ethnicity and dementia among older people. A lack of awareness that people from different groups may have different symptoms in the early stages of dementia could delay diagnosis. It may also reduce access to some treatments. So this sounds very familiar, very similar to here in the U.S. in terms of the early access to treatment. I know for sure, at least in my limited experience and and in reading some research, African-Americans are maybe a little more skeptical of the system. And so they may not even have as many doctor visits as non African-Americans. And so then may miss out on this earlier diagnosis and earlier treatment for things like dementia. And of course, there's also some, I don't know if it's so much a stigma as much as it's just kind of, brushed off some of these early signs and early symptoms uh, when it comes to dementia as aging and, you know, don't worry about that. So-and-so is just getting older type of thing. So sounds like that also might be happening across the pond. It goes on. The study examined how people from various ethnic minority groups differ from the white British population, which has been more widely studied to date. Again, something similar here. They're not getting the people to participate. Don't know if they had any equivalent of a Tuskegee experiment in the UK, but for whatever reason, they're either not being approached to be uh, participate in studies or it sounds like they're just underrepresented in studies in the UK as well. Doesn't say why. Researchers considered people's symptoms, their daily functioning at the time of the dementia diagnosis and drug therapies they were taking. Continuing, this study was carried out in southeast London, one of UK's most ethnically diverse areas. It drew on the electronic health records of a large dementia and mental health care provider and included 12,154 patients with an average age of 82 All were diagnosed with dementia between 2007 and 2015. So a large base there, 12,000 people, average age of 82. So these are older British folks. The research among among dementia patients found that compared to white British patients, black African and black Caribbean patients were more likely to have psychotic symptoms and were less likely to be prescribed antidepressants. Interesting. Psychotic symptoms, less likely to be prescribed 
antidepressants. And of course, the rub here, I'm assuming, is if you're depressed, then that maybe comes across as in terms of societal's view you know, you're a victim and this is something that you need some help with and we're going to surround you with a network of services. Whereas if you're a psychotic, eh, maybe you need to be locked away. Maybe you're uh, more prone to violence or these types of things. Who knows? But it sounds like that's the bias there between psychotic symptoms being more likely in the black and Caribbean uh, Brits than the white Brits. It also says diagnosis of vascular dementia, a type of dementia which is caused by a lack of blood to the brain and can follow a stroke, was more common in black and Irish patients. So that's the aha moment for me here when I read black and Irish patients. So when they're talking about ethnic minorities, it appears they're also referring to Irish people as an ethnic minority in the UK. Very interesting because of course here in the U S we don't have that strong of a, of a delineation between the, you know, black Americans and say white Americans, of course, white Americans are a conglomeration of Italians and Irish and Polish and German and all of that. And if you look back in our history, certainly those groups were all treated badly. They were all discriminated against. You know, there were signs that said Irish need not apply, you know, for certain jobs. And they then, of course, started to try to come together in their own neighborhoods. And so you have a little Italy that still exists probably in some cities. And, you know, uh, these, uh, I guess, the grouping in the UK, it's they're putting them together still as maybe they have not, at least the white British population, has not accepted, has not done the thing with, I don't know, is this advanced racism or what this is, uh, expanding the group of whiteness to include Irish people, as has happened here. In the U.S. So this I found just very interesting when they're talking about ethnic minorities. They are not just referring to black people, black Africans and black Caribbeans, but also the Irish. So very interesting. Racism across the pond is a little different, it looks like. All right. So the article goes on. Improving detection of dementia remains a public health priority, particularly among ethnic minorities who are not well represented in dementia research. This study found that people from ethnic minority backgrounds may have different mental health problems from white British people when first diagnosed with dementia. This may affect inequalities in access to diagnosis and treatment. Wow. Yeah, that's... Of course, I think, again, very similar here uh, in terms of the research, again, that uh, in their case, ethnic minorities over here, you know, African-Americans and Latinos, not and there's people in color, probably in general, not being as represented in the dementia research, which could affect, again, that early detection and getting help when you're first diagnosed. The study goes on. Targeted approaches could help in several areas. 
The finding that older black Caribbean, black African and Irish people were more likely to have vascular dementia suggests a need for targeted public health. These groups may benefit from interventions to improve vascular risk factors such as diabetes, high blood pressure or high cholesterol. Again, these groups, black Caribbean, black African and Irish people all lumped together in terms of more likely to be diagnosed with vascular dementia. And then, of course, they're talking about, you know, after a stroke increased um, risk. But what's tied to that high diabetes or diabetes, high blood pressure and high cholesterol. Hmm. Very interesting. Next bullet. The lower use of antidepressants among black Caribbean and African patients may be because depression is less likely to be diagnosed or because of an increased stigma associated with these drugs in these groups. Talked about that earlier. Next bullet. The alcohol and substance abuse seen in some groups in this study led researchers to call for more screening of older people. Addressing these problems early could protect cardiovascular health and reduce the risk of dementia. People from ethnic backgrounds were more likely to be on multiple medications. Groups using multiple medications are known to have increased risk of death, hospitalization, and other negative outcomes. Multiple prescriptions could reflect greater health problems, but might also be the result of harmful prescribing practices for patients in these groups. It could be that they are less likely to have their prescriptions reviewed and reduced than white British people. So here you would think, oh, good, the blacks and the Irish are getting on medications more. They're on more medications than the white British people. So that means they're really getting great access to health care. Eh, not so fast. The flip side of that is perhaps their medication is not being regularly reviewed and thus reduced when it needs to be reduced or changed when it needs to be changed. It could be a situation where because there is a lack of care or concern for these folks or because they're in situations where they don't get as much time with their health care provider, you come in, you have a couple of readings of blood pressure that is higher than the norm, slap you on some blood pressure medication. Next. Go to the next person. Next time you go in, your cholesterol is kind of high. Uh, whoops, let's just slap you on some cholesterol medication. Next time you come in, your sugar levels are just a little off. Don't talk to you about how we can reduce that. Just slap you on some medication for diabetes. Now you're on three or four different medications, and it could be that some of the interaction with the medications with each other could be causing some of your problems. But instead of looking at that, reviewing that, at least as it comes for the black Caribbean and the black Africans and the Irish people in the UK, they just keep piling on the medication. Right. And so very interesting that it looks like people of color specifically here, they don't talk about other groups. You know, they don't talk about Hispanics and they couldn't, maybe there's not that large of a representation there in the UK, but black Africans and black Caribbeans that are in the UK appear to have similar issues in terms of their 
lack of access to health care, lack of early detection and overrepresentation, particularly with vascular dementia. But I believe, you know, they're talking about across the board with all the dementias. But what's unique here, just in terms of me putting my analysis on top of the research, is that because the Irish as an ethnic minority, quote unquote, in the UK, they're included there, makes me wonder if the fact that the people of color that are on the bottom here, if it's not maybe just related to race, but more in race, of course, a social construct in and of itself, but more about class, perhaps more about the discrimination, more about who the society in charge looks at as a lower caste than themselves. And so for the white British population, it is not just black people that they have at this lower caste system, but it's also still the Irish there. Perhaps who knows? Who knows? I certainly don't have all the answers here. And that's not what this podcast is for. This podcast is really just to have a conversation to share with you information that I find along this journey. And this is starting to fascinate me to look around at other places and not just see what they're doing in terms of their treatment for their people with dementia, but also maybe looking at some of the causes and who's impacted and why. So what do you think? Let me know in the comments, wherever you are listening to this podcast and also rate the podcast, if you don't mind, particularly on Apple podcast, if you're listening to it there, but wherever you are listening. And I just want to say thank you, by the way, you have a lot of options when you're listening or choosing which podcast to download. So thank you for choosing this one. That's all for this week. Matthew Johnson, Dementia in black and white until next week. That's wonderful what you're doing, caring for your loved one. Keep doing that, but also make sure you take care of yourself. I'm out.